Welcome to Hope After Brain Injury, where we walk out of the box to make a difference in lives of people all over the world in this whole field of brain injury. I'm Patty Foster, a survivor of severe brain injury. I was dead at the scene, and now I'm so blessed to be high-functioning, as, as many say I'm in the less than 8 percentile bracket of the entire world. So I'm grateful that I get to walk and give hope and bring hope or stir hope within people of not to give up. With me is the founder of Hope After Brain Injury, Dr. Dina Adams. Hi. We are so delighted to have Dr. Simon Driver with us. And I loved what he had to say earlier, Patty, in your first segment, is we were going to talk about exercise and brain injury. And you said exercise, very simply, is movement. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I, I think we'll have a great time just talking yes. more about that. Yes, yes. So I know where you are right now in, in dealing with brain injury and, and the healing mm -hmm. of what you're in the midst of, even at this very moment as you're viewing this or listening to this, we strongly encourage you, don't give up. Yes. Don't quit. No. Don't stop. Mm -hmm. Ask for help. And let family members come along or someone come along to bring hope, to take that next step, to take that next breath. Uh, Dr. Simon Driver is with Baylor Scott & White and he does lots of research in the field of brain injury and beyond of how to improve life after brain injury. So Dr. Driver, thanks for being a part of another segment of Hope After Brain Injury and Hope Lessons that we pass along. Thank you. We talked about as movement and exercise and brain injury. There was also uh, a part that I really wanted to talk with you about, wearable devices. Tell our viewers, audience more, what does that involve? Where do wearable devices for the brain injured? Yeah, wearable devices really can help people mm -hmm. kind of uh, in different ways with exercise. Mm -hmm. uh, they can help people remember when to exercise and kind of prompt you wow. uh, if that's an issue. It can help people track how much activity they're doing, yeah. how far they're going, how intense they're exercising. Okay. Um, they're, they're, they're really used as kind of a behavioral tool mm -hmm. to really support exercise. And they could be things you wear on your wrist, okay. uh, they could be on your phone. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a variety of different kind of approaches. Okay. There's lots of apps you can download for free okay. uh, that can kind of prompt you to move. If, you, if you've been sedentary and sitting still for a long period yes. of time, you can kind of set reminders so the app will actually detect that mm -hmm. and it will tell you Hey, you've been sitting Amazing. too long. Why don't you get up and move? Wow. Uh, so it will help you remember to do those things and kind of build those little breaks and periods of movement and exercise into your life. Nice. Um, and then, you know, for people who are competitive and like tracking what they're doing, you can track how far you've gone, how hard you've worked out. Oh. Um, and a really neat way to kind of engage with your exercise. And you can, there's apps where you can share that information with friends and family and you can kind of compete with each other or okay. motivate each other. Nice. So lots of different ways that wearables can kind of be used to support your sure. exercise behavior. Sure. And, and you and Dr. Adams may know some of those apps you could pass along to our audience that you've seen really make a positive difference 
in the lives of brain injury survivors as they exercise and experience some of those wearable devices. Have you had some that you could recommend that would help us? Apps? My Fitness Pal is a great app, and that, that you can kind of track activity in that. You can also track what you're eating, okay. um, which is great to kind of track calories, okay. which is another kind of really important piece around exercise and health. Yeah. Say the name of that app. My time. Fitness Pal. Okay. It's very My Fitness Pal apps for that can make a difference. Uh, what about eating or certain things, especially in these days, so many people have to watch, you know, like gluten-free and different things that they're not able to tolerate. Um, are there certain apps that talk more about, as a brain injury survivor, Dr. Adams, are you familiar with some of those that really connect with the eating or things to avoid or would help in different areas? Well, it's a great question, Patty. Um, I'm not really familiar other than my Fitness Pal that you can actually put okay. what you want to eat, and it'll help you track how many calories, wow. you know what's healthy, what isn't healthy, that kind of thing. The, the other app that has been helpful to many brain injury, and it was actually designed by a brain injury survivor, is called It's Done. Nice. I T S D O N E, and it's a free download, and okay. that not only helps with fitness, but it also helps with reminders: take your medication, you know, when to That's eat, and that kind of thing. Yeah because we forget so much. Mm -hmm. We can write it down and still we forget. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it's done, app, and my fitness pal mm -hmm. app. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, talk with us some more about the wearable device or from a hope aspect, Dr. Driver, Dr. Adams, what kind of, kind of a resilience maybe you've seen in the survivors of brain injury to, to watch it boost their confidence. Talk with us about that. Dr. Adams, why don't you start since you're Hope After Brain Injury uh, founder. What are some things that you've seen that boost a survivor's confidence to build their hope when uh, they're, they're starting to exercise or just say movement, mm -hmm. to have movement? Yeah. What have you kind of witnessed and experienced and seen? Thank you for that, Patty. I think that brain injury, it's, you've heard that, maybe you've heard this, I know Dr. Driver has, what fires together, wires together. Mm. So if you can move and have some kind of exercise while maybe reading or talking to someone, it helps get those cognitive connections back. And so that's one of the benefits of it. And then any time that we can have small progress steps, man, it really mm. helps anybody, but especially brain injury. Mm. And uh, most of the survivors who have gone through rehabilitation actually start in yoga or something very soft in their yeah. movement as much as they could, and then they move into something a little bit more elaborate. And Dr. Simon, you have been the principal investigator of some serious research studies. Give us an idea about what those have come up with and that way we can help yeah. other people. So what, one of the projects we're using mm -hmm. involves a, a wrist-based device mm -hmm. that people wear and it tracks how many steps they do. Nice. And each day and each week they have a goal for the number of mm -hmm. steps that they do. 
And that, that reinforcement, that it tracks their behavior, but shows them, hey, I, I can reach that target. Maybe I can get a little more. Mm. And they increase their, how far they walk or how far they swim or bike. Mm. And each week and day, adding on a little bit more, they have that success and they can kind of see their progress over time. And again, they can compare it to other people, other participants, family members, and yeah. kind of exercise and progress as a mm. team. Mm, that's nice. May I throw something else out? This is not age uh, discriminatory. Mm -hmm. So it can be no somebody bracket. that's had, yeah, somebody that's had a brain injury as a young child, as an adult, even an elderly, which we know falls create a lot of uh, traumatic brain injuries. And even my grandmother, bless her, she used a walker. Mm -hmm. But every time she'd go to the restroom and she'd come back, she'd do an extra loop around the living room mm -hmm. or her living her. space. So it doesn't have to be a big, formal thing, it can just be a little bit better, yeah. a little bit extra. That's nice. You know, and you mentioned the, uh, the band. Uh, it can help to remind you, you've walked so many walks or steps. What about when you're coming near something? Because I'm thinking about brain injury often, earlier on for me especially, I wouldn't be aware of something on my right side, and that's where the greatest damage was. And so I could easily hit the wall or the door as I'm going through because I wasn't aware of that spatial area there. On some of these apps for, say, a, a wristband, are any of those aware of that kind of tracking to kind of get your attention, kind of like a, a car? You see a lot of cars that when you're going out of your lane, it will get your attention to respond and get you back on. Are there any apps in that area, you know, about exercise when you start losing your balance or that kind of equilibrium thing that might remind us? I'm not sure there's anything that specific. Okay. We, there are some devices that will tell people if you've fallen, for example, so you might wear a device and if you uh, mm -hmm. maybe fall, it picks up that something happened at an unusual speed okay. and that can send a reminder to a loved one if, that, if that's an issue. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these devices will track heart rate mm -hmm. and that will tell you how hard you're working yeah. so it'll give you an indicator of hey I'm, I'm working at a good intensity or maybe I've maybe I've pushed it a little much and my heart rate's really high so I should take a break mm -hmm. so it can give you feedback on that level of nice. kind of detail nice good good feedback along the exercise road yes absolutely yeah. I, th yeah. I think of wearables as kind of a partner in your journey and Sweet. you just have to find the right partner mm, nice nice good rhythm yes yeah. <laughs> well how about as we close how about let's uh, open up for some closing comments from from you and dr. Adams about this whole mechanism of exercise brain injury hope so for, for me and the people we've worked with over time, I always say exercise is a journey, mm. right? Um, it's something that you can start small and get big, um, but as long as you're, you're trying and you're hoping and you're yeah. working towards something, you have a purpose. Yeah. Could be a walk around a block, that could be your purpose. Yeah. Could be a triathlon, sure. could be swimming <laughs> with family, whatever your goal is, as long as you have that goal mm. and you have something to work towards. Yeah. Um, getting exercise in any way is, is, is really important and it's a journey. It, it, it happens over time. It's not gonna happen immediately, but it's mm. something that should be fun. That's nice, not, not immediately often, but over time. It's a, a lifestyle journey. behavior. It's something that you add into your lifestyle. Nice. You can do it over time. Yeah, nice, very nice. Dr. Adams? 
I think it's wonderful that Baylor, Scott & White, are, they are premier in studies. So if any of you want to be a part of a study, you can go to the website, Baylor, Scott & White, we'll have on the uh, bottom of your screen. Yeah. So if you want to just kind of be a part of one of those research studies, you can get a wearable device, mm. uh, different things, and a, a coach, a life coach or an exercise coach. And so I'm just glad that these are more opportunities for people. And as survivors, you want to be able to give back and you want to get better, and the family wants to do the same. So I love that you guys have that. And I appreciate every one of you guys as you, as you work to try to get better. And I would say my big word that goes with hope is pace. Mm. You don't have to speed it up. You don't have to slow it down. You can just have your own pace. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So thank you very much, Dr. Driver, for joining us today to give us some insight about exercise and brain injury and how to do it, as you say, in a healthy lifestyle kind of way. Dr. Adams, wonderful to have you join us thank about you. talking of hope and exercise. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us. We would love to talk with you. If you would like to contact Dr. Driver, what's the, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? You can email me. It's simon.driver at bswhealth.org. Simon.driver, E-R, at bswhealth.org. And with Dr. Adams or myself, you can visit us from hopeafterbraininjury.org. You can just visit the site and email from there. Or you can go to my site, pattyfoster.com. That's patty with an I, foster.com. We look forward to spending more time with you as you continue this journey, as you said, of brain injury that helps to improve awareness of brain injury, as you often say, Dr. Adams to bring not only the survivor, us, individually, hope, but to the family, to the friends, even the healthcare workers. I wish we had more time so we could talk about that importance of hope and that encouragement for each of you, the staff of healthcare professionals in the field working with brain injury. So we will look forward to being in touch with you again at Hope Lessons of Hope After Brain Injury. Don't worry.